Are you looking for a space where you will learn to improve your mental strength, emotional health, and heal your insecurities from the inside out? Take the first step to living a more meaningful life with the Better Me with Body by Brie podcast. I'm your host, Brie. I'm a certified personal trainer, entrepreneur, and mother of three. I've helped empower thousands of women to take action through fitness, nutrition, meditation, personal development, and aligning thoughts with action. This podcast is for those who are ready to feel inspired and motivated to live a more purposeful life. Let's grow together. Do you want to track macros for the rest of your life? Maybe you've had success with macros, but you're feeling burnout and you don't know what to do now that you've hit your goals. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about when and how to move into intuitive eating and how it can help you to create the lifestyle you want. I'll also talk about why it's important to reverse out of your diet and the effects it can have on your body if you stay there too long. My goal is to help create a happy, healthy relationship with your food and your body free of guilt and stress. Let's get started. Hello, friends. Welcome to the podcast. If you are a client, you are on the last week of the Renew Challenge. And it can be a little scary moving out of your eight-week program, especially if you have seen really amazing results. And once you learn about macros, it really can be life-changing. It's such an amazing tool to show you how to balance your calories and your nutrients to shape and sculpt the body you want. However, I have seen instances where people feel trapped by macros, and sometimes they feel that they can't eat anything without weighing or measuring it. Or even worse, they constantly feel guilty if they aren't tracking and they feel that they need to get back on track by weighing and measuring their food. So let me tell you a secret. You should not track forever. The end goal is not to have you dependent on your numbers your whole life. To me, that's not living. It's also not trusting your body and your own hunger cues. So I will say, depending on your personality is how well macros will work for you. So some people really thrive off of macros and they love it. It's really not a big mental stressor and it's really fun for them to have a goal. So when they reverse out of their diet, they'll keep tracking macros and they'll move into building phases and maintenance. And that's great too. And that works for some people. But I will say the majority of people, it's a lot of work. It's time consuming. It's mentally taxing. And you really have to be honed in to make it work for you. So for example, to give you a little personal example on me, um, I tracked macros religiously for about seven months after I had Mila. And I, you know this, I've said this a lot, how I had a lot of hormonal issues. And so I was burnt out. I was so burnt out with not seeing results um, because of my hormonal issues that I decided to give my body a break to repair. So I reversed up to maintenance and then I stopped tracking macros because I've tracked for so long that I know how to maintain without weighing and measuring my food. And I have not tracked macros for a full year. And honestly, I'm so happy. (laughs) I'm so happy that I just have stayed here for a year because I really don't feel the need to do a cut right now. I don't feel the need to do a deficit. I don't even feel the need to like build muscle. I'm just really enjoying being healthy and happy and honoring my body for how it is right now. And I think mentally I really needed that break because 
I have been counting macros on and off for like six years because this is my job, right? I'm a personal trainer. I'm a macro coach. That's what I do. But I'm letting my body regulate and it feels really good not to be obsessed with numbers. And it's okay to be in this position, right? Like that's what I want to teach you is it's okay to not be obsessed with the numbers. And once you teach yourself how to weigh and measure, how to track, how to eat for your body, now you know knowledge is power. You know a donut is 25 grams of carbs. You know an apple is about 25 grams of carbs. You know four ounces of chicken is about 25 to 30 grams of protein. And so as you're eating, you can mentally take note like, okay, oh, I need to get a little more protein in this um, meal. I'll just add two slices of turkey bacon. But you don't feel the need to weigh and measure everything. So if this sounds like something you'd like to learn how to do, I would love to teach you. So here are a few steps to help you decide if you're ready to move into intuitive eating or if you need to reverse diet. So the first step is self-evaluation. First, I want you to do a self-check with yourself. How are you feeling? Do you feel burnt out? Are you tired? Are you obsessing over your food? Does food consume most of your thoughts? Or do you feel energized and happy and proud of your hard work? So notice I don't ask if you've hit your goal first, right? This is not the most important factor. The most important factor is how you are doing mentally and your relationship with your food. So if you feel good and you're happy and you have energy and you're still seeing results, then keep going. Like that's the best feeling in the world. To have results is really empowering and it's really fun to see. I don't suggest you staying in a deficit longer than 16 weeks, though, before you reverse out. So this will prevent burnout, metabolic adaptation, and adrenal fatigue. And it's really important that you set timelines for your deficit and then you stick to it and you reverse out. This will protect your hormones as well and it'll help you to not be burnout. So On the other end, if you're feeling run down and tired and hitting plateaus, but you can't go any lower with your macros, that's your cue that you need to reverse up to your maintenance numbers, and then you can move into intuitive eating once you know your maintenance numbers. So you cannot move into an intuitive eating without first having a really strong base of how to balance your food for your body so that you feel your best. So sometimes I'll see people try to do intuitive eating, but they have no knowledge of macros or how to know the value of foods and what they're eating and what it does to their body. And this makes it really difficult to ever reach your goals because you're just guessing what your body needs. So first, I suggest you train yourself to know how to fuel your body according to your goals. Then intuitive eating becomes second nature and it's really easy to make it a lifestyle. So I just never, ever want a client to feel guilty if they don't track their numbers their whole life. So when you're ready, the next step is intuitive eating. So let's talk about it. What is intuitive eating and why should you try to move towards this way of eating? Intuitive eating is an eating method that basically just encourages a healthy relationship with food, and it promotes body positivity, and it focuses on recognizing and honoring hunger. So ideally, this would be a natural process, right? But for some people, like those who have spent many years dieting, it's not. 
because years of restricting food and using food to cope with negative emotions and obsessing over healthy or not healthy foods, those are all reasons why people struggle with intuitive eating. So let's talk a little bit about the 10 key principles of intuitive eating. Number one is to reject the diet mentality. And I know this might sound counterintuitive because I'm a macro coach, right? Like I literally am teaching people how to lose weight. But here's where it can become harmful. When a person has a diet mentality, they have a constant restriction of food and how they believe it affects their body. So they'll filter their food choices through a diet mentality in in an attempt to look a certain way. And this isn't always bad. It's really not. Like I have done that before. A lot of my clients do that. Like really people are eating because they want to look a certain way, right? But having a diet mentality can be harmful if you do it for too long, especially if a person has, you know, been in a diet for an extended period of time. And when you live in a constant state of restriction, you start to obsess over foods, which create an unhealthy relationship with cravings, hunger, and your mentality around food. Number two is honor your hunger. So restricting food can trigger an urge to overeat. And people following intuitive eating should eat enough calories including sufficient carbs, protein, and fat so that they do feel satisfied. So even if it may feel difficult for some people, the aim of this principle is to learn to recognize hunger and fullness cues, which is really important. And I still want my clients to um, do that even if they are tracking macros as well, right? Like this is really important to honor your hunger. And that's why I'm always asking my clients, are you really hungry? Are you too full? Like, how are you feeling? Because I will adjust their macros according to their answers. I never want them to feel like they're force feeding themselves, and I never want them to feel starving either. Number three is make peace with food. So food is not the enemy. People should not consider any foods to be off limits unless they have an allergy or an intolerance. So when people give themselves unconditional permission to eat, they can avoid uncontrollable cravings feelings of deprivation and restriction, and the desire to overeat. For me, once I gave myself permission to eat the pizza, I usually will feel fine just eating one slice and then I'll want to fill the rest of my plate with salad because I don't feel restricted and I know I'll feel better if I get veggies in as well. So it takes away all the guilt when you eat foods you previously thought were off limits And so now when I eat, I try to think how I want to feel, and then I eat according to that. So that's where making peace with your food is really good. And I actually teach all of this while tracking macros as well. I do tell my clients, even when you're tracking macros, like no food is off limits. Yes, you'll feel better if you eat cleaner foods. But if some people have a really bad relationship with food, I tell them like, hey, you'll still see results even if you want to eat one donut every day as long as you hit your macros. And for some reason, that clicks with them where they're like, oh, no food's off limits, and then they stop binging. All right, number four, challenge the food police. So the food police mindset is referring to people who moralize food. So they think that healthy foods are good, unhealthy foods are bad. Now, I, my personal belief um, is that when you allow yourself to eat the donut without guilt, then you can tell yourself, oh, the donut will always be there. I don't have to eat it now if I don't want to eat it. 
I don't really like how I feel when I eat the donut, so maybe I just won't eat the donut, right? But I can have it if I want. So I feel like it's more just your thoughts around the food. For me, I like to eat healthy because I feel healthier when I eat healthy. But when I'm on vacation, if I want to eat a plate of nachos, I get the plate of nachos and I have no guilt. And that's what the goal is, right? The goal is to not feel guilty when you eat those foods. And that's what they're talking about with the food police. Um, Number five is discover the satisfaction factor. Eating can and should be enjoyable. So a person can make eating enjoyable by sitting down to eat, eating foods that they enjoy, and eating in an inviting environment. Because people tend to feel more satisfied after a meal when eating is a pleasurable experience. So that's why it's okay not to eat like rice and chicken every meal because that's not going to last very long and you're not going to be very consistent and you're not going to be happy doing that. Um, Number six, fill your fullness. People should honor both their hunger and their fullness. So intuitive eating principles suggest that people check in with themselves during and after eating. They should pay attention to how the food tastes, how they feel, um, how their hunger levels are. And doing this helps them recognize when they're actually satisfied. So I want you to think back, like how many times have you felt full, but you had to finish your plate? And I wonder if that even happens like when we're a young age, because I find myself even to my kids, I'm like, nope, finish your plate, like finish eating those last two bites. And I had to be like, Brie, like to myself, Brie, <laughs> if they're full, they're full. Like let them be done if they're full, you know? Um, I'm always trying to get like more nutrients in my kids. So I have to be very aware of that. But intuitive eating suggests that you listen to your body and you stop when you're full, regardless of how much food is still on your plate. Um, Number seven is cope with your emotions with kindness. And sometimes, I mean, this is inevitable. People eat to deal with uncomfortable or challenging emotions. That's called intuitive eating or sorry, emotional eating. And some ways that you can, you know, cope with those emotions, obviously would be like writing in a journal, taking a walk, calling a friend, or maybe seeking help from a therapist. But this is obviously easier said than done. It's just really helpful to be self-aware when you do indulge or binge. I want you to ask yourself if it's emotional, like if you're sad, um, if you're trying to cope with something. Number eight is respect your body. So people may have unrealistic expectations for how their body should look. And so it causes them to criticize themselves really harshly. And clinging to these expectations can really make it hard to reject that diet mentality. So individuals following intuitive eating should really try to appreciate and respect their body. And I love this one because I feel the majority of women are really hard on themselves and how they look. And for me, the most freeing experience is letting go of trying to look a specific way and just focus on being healthy and happy. And I don't have to be shredded. And that's okay. Like it's, I just gave my permit myself permission. And that's just the season of life I'm in. Sometimes I'm in a season of life where I really do want to be a lot leaner. And I really do enjoy that challenge and, you know, getting really lean and pushing myself. And that's okay too. There is no shame in whatever you decide to do. Number nine is movement. Feel the difference. So rather than focusing on just how many calories you burn, I want you to focus on how exercises, how exercise also makes you feel. So I agree with to this with a degree, like 
because I'm big on the fact that you can change and sculpt your body if you'd like with the right training structure, there's nothing wrong with wanting to work out to see a change in your body as well. Like I love sculpting my body. It's really fun. I love trying to get bigger delts or working on my glutes and it's like a fun challenge for me and I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. So again, take this with a grain of salt and make it work for you. Um, Number 10 is honor your health with gentle nutrition. So what a person eats consistently over time is what matters. And they can and should choose foods that honor their nutrition goals and cravings. So this is where choosing healthy, nutritious foods makes such a difference because you will feel better. It's not about restriction. It's about adding the healthy habits to your life. So like I said, there are some aspects that I really agree with wholeheartedly and a few I need to add my two cents in, but you get the idea. I feel like everyone will be different according to their personality and what really resonates with them. So there is a time and a place for intuitive eating. I will tell you, it isn't the best for people who are struggling with their weight. So sometimes people need someone to show them healthy habits how to track so they can be informed on how to eat for their goals. And some people have never been taught how to eat for their body. This is where macros are very helpful. And then once you've established healthy habits and you know how to fuel your body, then you can move into a more relaxed approach. Um, Because I've seen people transform their lives and feel really empowered through macros because they feel in control. And that's a beautiful thing as well. So I do want to shed some light on what life could look like if you weren't constantly dieting or constantly trying to lose weight and you focus on just being healthy and happy and working on your body image and your relationship with food and the quality of food you eat and moving your body. Like there is life outside of macros and I love to teach my clients this concept as well. It's not always about the numbers. You need to evaluate where you're at and what will work for you and your season of life. I'm here to help you every step of the way. My team and I love to help you be accountable while you work through whatever approach you take for yourself and your lifestyle. So it's not a one-size-fits-all plan. That's the beauty of coaching. Everyone is so different and every person will need something unique to them. I love to train clients on the month-to-month continuation plan after their eight weeks are over. We have 67% of clients who continue on after their eight weeks because they love it so much. I love to help you through your goals to so you continue to see success, whether that is continuing to count macros, whether that's moving into a building phase, whether that's moving into intuitive eating, if you are feeling burnt out, that will look different for every person. So if you have questions, let me know in the comments, or you can always email me, brie at bodybybrie.com, and I will see you back here next time. Thank you for joining us in today's episode. If you liked the content and want to hear more, remember to hit that subscribe button and write a review. As a small business owner, I appreciate it more than you know. If you are looking for a program to help with self-confidence, to lose weight, get in shape, and work on your mental, physical, and emotional health, check out my training programs on www.bodybybrie.com. My team and I help to hold you accountable through the Body by Brie app, where you log in to see all your workouts, custom meal plan made specifically for you and your needs, and communication through the messenger. You are never alone when you're on the Body by Brie training program. 
Click the link in the show notes to get more information on how to transform your life from the inside out.